So the scripture says in First John chapter 1, ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. How many of us know, like, you have a lot of information in your mind, but you're not using it? Ah, even the course that you are studying in Kwampo, the things you've been learning, sometimes you wonder if, like, you actually use it. <laughs> but they are there. They are facts. This, this, this applies to the word of God too. How many of us have had so many things you want to use, like you want to apply it in your life, but it is not doing. Like, it is, it's just not working. But the, the Bible says that the truth, when you know it, it shall set you free. So if you know the truth, if you have an idea of the truth, and you are still in the same situation. You are still doing the same things you were doing. When you know, then something is wrong some way. You know you are not supposed to do this. But still. Someone says still. Hey. Like, what at all is going on? You have to be transformed by that truth that you know. Then you don't know the truth. Because if the Bible says the truth, if you know it, it shall set you free. And you are still not free, then the power is not really, you don't know it. Because the Bible is not a lie. So someone will say, I'm a Christian. I'm a born-again Christian. I've heard of this God. But other people say, no, my pastor say, love the Lord with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your strength. <laughs> and somehow you don't really understand what it really, really means. All you know is, I love God. When you come and stand in church, you lift up your hands and say, I love you, Lord. Like, you are feeling it. The feeling is deep. They lift up a worship song and like, ish, stand up. She's doing you something. Someone said something. Yeah, I do. The Bible keeps on telling us to love the Lord, our God. What's the greatest commandment that Jesus said? The greatest commandment. Those who do their quiet time and they read the Bible. <laughs> what is... Okay, I just want... A word. Love. Someone say love. Love. <laughs> what, what at all is love? Someone will say, me, my boyfriend, if he doesn't buy me this shoe, 
if he doesn't buy me this dress. <laughs> if he doesn't take me out on dinner. He doesn't love me. Like, what is he doing? Is that one to a boyfriend? You all have like funny, funny ideas of how love should operate. How love should be like. Someone says, if I don't feel good about you, I don't love you. So if maybe today I'm feeling good about you, I love you. If tomorrow you do something that hurts me, chai. <laughs> God, in as much as we require love from one another, we want to be we want to feel loved. God also wants that too. See, sometimes we neglect God in so many ways, like. We are expecting something from, you are expecting something from Nancy. You want something from Nancy. And you forget that Nancy also would want something from you. So, the title of my sermon is, How Do I Love My God? come to church and we ask, God, I need this. I need promotion. My CWA is at 42. I want it to move up to like 93. Like, <laughs> You think it's a joke? You come and stand, you come and how they put you on the altar. What's the way down for? I forgot. Is it kneel, uh -huh, kneel down? You come and kneel down at the altar, you do all manner of things, you roll over like mm. You want something giddy giddy from God. If today you don't give it to me, wahala. But we forget that. Go to the person. Their personality. I'm excited about this message. Someone say, hmm. We like asking too many things. Sit down. Like, sit down and think. So me too, all these things I'm asking from God, am I giving God something? What cry am I giving God? It's like your sugar daddy. No, that account, you have to give something. <laughs> some, some girls always want their boyfriends to do this. Oh, come, come and help me with this. Oh, I mean, my immenses, like, I can't sweep right now. I, I, I can't help you carry this right now. That's what we're doing to God. You are asking so many things from God. God says, come and do this. Come, come and do this small thing for me. 
But I have assignment too. The lectures are worrying me. <laughs> God, it's raining. I can't come to church. But you walk through the rain to go and write exams. I'm shaking the table, eh? Do I, how, do, how, how do I love God? When God says, love me with all your heart, is it just a fearing? It's a fearing. Uh, you are joking. <laughs> Point number one. Let's go to First John chapter 5, verse 3. For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not burdensome. How do I love God? God is telling you that if you truly love me, eh, the way you've been asking for things and everything, if you truly, truly love me, obey my commandments. Down, it's hard, though. It's hard. But there is grace. And for that thing to actually happen, you need to actually purpose that you will follow the commandments of God. You will keep it. You can't just sit, sit down and say, okay, I know I'm supposed to keep the commandments of God, and it's just in your head. It's like what I said, you know the truth. It's not doing you. The commandments of God. David followed the commandments of God. There's a reason why God said David is a man after his own heart. Like, there's, there's a, why would a God so great Look at a tiny man and say, this man is after my heart. It means the man is really doing something. He is doing everything to please God. He is is doing everything to love his God. So someone comes to you and says, let's go and trap it. Let's go and do this. And you know very well that what you are going to do. If you stand in front of a pastor, you can't say it. There's something about sin, eh? I'm not saying better sin, no. <laughs> I don't really know about that factor, so let's leave it there. But there's something about doing something wrong. You can't stand somewhere and say it. Like, this morning you went to masturbate. Can you stand here and say Unless the Spirit of the Lord has... Yes. (laughs) Keep my commandments. And I'm just telling you how God wants you to love him. It's not just a feeling. Sometimes you don't even feel like doing what he has asked you to do. But you remember that 
He is the God you have to fear. Someone say amen. Are you? Is a message touching you? Point number two. Let's note this down. We know that we love God when we love others. So the Bible says, love your neighbor as yourself. There's something funny about this thing. Eh? Do you think it's difficult to love another person? It's difficult, eh? No, it's difficult because you don't feel like. Because if someone comes, if you see a, mad, a, a man on the street, and he's just sitting there, and he needs your help. Sometimes you don't feel like, like yeah, have you seen my dressing? Like, do you know who I am? I don't feel like helping you. Keep this point in your head. Love is not a feeling. You, there are lots of times you won't feel like doing the things you have to do. Go and study. I want to watch movie. I feel like watching movie. <laughs> it's, it's, when, when feelings come inside, that's what makes it difficult. Your psychological state. <laughs> but you have to. You all that I'm going to say is going to seem like it's a hard thing. All I'm going to say, like even when I look at this example, hmm. I'm crashing. <laughs> it's it's hard. I'm a human being too. Like I go do what you go do. It's hard. When they say come for executive meeting, you are tired. Friday evening. But you have to, sometimes you don't even have money. Your last money is one CD. But you have to pay Kai and go to campus to pray. <laughs> it's difficult. But, you see, if you realize that things that, um, that things pertaining to God, they are difficult for the flesh. They are difficult. God is not a cheap God. He's not some who will be you when. <laughs> you may bow down to him, spit inside and pour blood inside and see. Like it's expensive. It's expensive. And so seeking or going after God is not something that is easy. It's not easy. If you are here thinking that um, what Christianity is some something that you can just get up and do things, there are rules. Your God, He is principled. He's a hard man. If I 
seeking God. It's not easy. But he is your sa- like he's your only savior. If you look at your left and you look at your right, look at the devil's day. And look at God's day. Which one will you choose? The, the journey to God is not a, an easy one. That's why they say the, the way is narrow. It doesn't tolerate nonsense. That's why it's narrow. You can't, you can't see nonsense. You can't see unnecessary things there. You need one thing, one focus. You don't need distraction. But the Broadway, night club here. What? Sugar daddy's here. Like, it's, it's accommodating. That's why it's easy. You can't move anywhere. That's why it's easy. It's not, it's not easy. If you want to go the right way, it's not easy. You can't accommodate everything. So the Bible says, love your neighbor as yourself. If someone says, I love God, and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother, whom he has seen, how can he love God whom he has not seen? Thank you very much. I the spirit. I just lost the scripture. If you, if you realize the commandments in the Bible, they are teaching you to love your neighbor. Do not kill. Do not this. Do not that. Do not that. They are teaching you to love your neighbor. And actually, Everything that God has asked you to do and not do sums up to help you love him. Do you understand? Like everything. He's just teaching you how to love him. Because how can you love him if you don't love your your neighbor? Amen. Now the third point is sacrifice. Sacrifice. If you really love God, you will sacrifice. God said he loved you. And he proved it. You can't say you love someone and just be there. The person needs this. And I just there watching the person. God knew you needed help. And he loved you. So he proved it in sacrifice. Me, I think one of the greatest way one of the greatest way to prove that you love God is sacrifice. Like that is where your heart is tested. Hey, I treat you. Come and do setup. Hmm. Believe it to the gods. 
if you truly love God, you will sacrifice everything to make sure that he is pleased. If it is your last money you have to put on the altar, if it is your last money you have to put into dinner, if it is your last money you have to put into a project in church, that was just by the way, you will sacrifice just the way your boyfriend is, is really, you know, the boyfriend said he's sick. You have uh, something to do, something very important to do. Come and see. A job answer will fly. She'll put everything aside. Just to go and see that her boyfriend is okay. Okay. Why can't we do this for God? Why? Mama Depa, why? <laughs> Ask your neighbor why. Would you move all the way from Brunei complex? To Kote. Kote the Diakon. The way is just on the church lane. Like, it's just on the church lane. But you bypass. We've been bad, though. We've all been bad. Like some, I'm sure God... Love the Lord your God. Love the Lord your God. Love Him by obeying His commandments. Love Him by loving one another. Love him by sacrificing for him. I hope you, the message is clear. Let's move on. If you love your God, you will submit to his will. Actually, this kind of sums up everything for my bag. It sounds up everything, but we'll digest it. Submit to his will. Someone say, I don't know the will of God for my life. What what cry does God want me to do? You are, you are waiting for God to come and speak my daughter. I want you to become a chorister. My daughter, go and help this person. You you want some display, dramatic display before you understand. Before you understand that God to His day.
you you want to wait some then one day God will tell you something before you know that yeah you have to do his will but doing God's will is every single minute and hour of your life you don't have to wait some before you hear a voice before you know this is the will of God for me If you love me, God is saying, if you love me, do what I like. Don't come and do you. You come and stand here and you lift up your hands and, oh, be lifted. But deep down in your heart, you are not really doing good. You are, doing, you are, you are singing so that people will know that you have voice. Are preaching so that you to you they know you. you've been doing the quiet time some you've been hearing the voice you've forgotten that the act that you are doing no is because of God that you are doing it but people say you are glorying in the means emotional. This message is for you and I. <laughs> to the extent that the thing enters your head so much that ah, me too, I can sing on the stage. Oh. I can celebrity things and people mention my name and buy my ticket for my concert. Ah, that's how it starts to come and sing for God. Come and worship. Come so that God will use you as an instrument. Maybe in the first few years you are doing it at some point because people have been whispering things in your mind. Telling you you are good though. You can sing. Go and do recording in a studio. I'm not saying it's wrong. But who are you doing it for? Are you just standing here so that people hail you? the will of God. I'm doing it for his glory. You come to church because if you don't come to church, your shepherd will be worrying you. He'll be calling you 24-7. That's why you come to church. If I don't come and do set up, Mama Nine will disturb my peace. Let me just come and do something and go. Are you doing it for God? Like, when you're doing it, do you remember that I'm doing this for God? And you see, sometimes too, we think we are doing it for God, but it's like, in your mind, 
It's a business affair. Let me explain. God, I'm coming to church to clean the floor for you. Tomorrow by this time, someone should send me Momo. That become a business transaction. It's not wrong to expect things from God. It's not wrong to acknowledge him as your diary. Jehovah was diary. It's not wrong. Like, that's how you should see him. He's your provider. But to the extent that you will come and do things for him because you want something and not because you are doing what will make him happy. It's a problem. Like, check yourself. Next time I'm coming to church to do something, remember, am I doing this for God? Or it's a business. It's a business affair. Or I'm coming to redeem myself so that nobody will talk against me. My dialing numbers. Then don't do it at all. You just come to do anything anyhow. Because if you are doing it for God, you will do it to perfection. Just the way you can iron your clothes for it to look all... You see lines inside. If you don't have the right focus, you just be doing anything anyhow. You've been attacked. <laughs> you just do anything, anyway, anyhow. Without God in focus. Someone say, check yourself. Tell about check yourself. Check, check, is, check what is deep down in your heart. Is God the foundation? Amen. Just the way you have, the reason why I'm using boyfriend and girlfriend is that's what we can all relate to. That's what we like. <laughs> Those saying you do not like, they are single. And they are gnashing. <laughs> they are not bad. Just the way you always want to hear from your, your beloved. Even if it's just a crush, you always want to see her picture. You go through all your contacts just to see her DP. And what she has posted on her status. Because what? You are in love. How much time do we spend with God? Yeah, sit down and calculate. Some of us, we are doing quiet time. Okay, it's night days. When is then? I'll finish. So you open the Bible. Okay. Then a message pops up. Yeah. You take break like 10 times within 30 minutes of reading the Bible. I read in your mind is some way. 
you you don't acknowledge the fact that you are in you are in God's presence. You are, sometimes you are just having a quiet time because they said you should have your quiet time. You are checking it off your list. Yeah. Today I have to do this. I have to do this. Okay, quiet time. Check. Yeah. Are we doing it because we want fellowship? Because we want to be in his presence. Or we are just doing it because it's a routine. Some of us, we don't even do it at all. Today I read my Bible, oh, by the time you know, she's, she's watching Netflix. Oh, I'll do it when it's 1 p.m. 1 p.m. she's watching. When I, when I finish watching, I'll do it at 6 p.m. So then someone will call you. Yeah. Hey, turn on the TV. Date rush is on. Hey. By the time you know, time is gone. When will you fellowship? When will you stay with God? When will you spend time with God? Sunday. Like we've 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 apportioned time for God. Monday to Saturday is party. Yes, Sunday I'll come to church. Even that Sunday. Uh, it's raining. I can't walk through the rain with my shoe. <laughs> my sandals was poor. Spend time with God. Spend time with God. You can't go and propose to a girl. Then, okay, you're my girlfriend, you're my boyfriend. Then, that's all. But, you know, that's what we are doing to God. I believe in you. You have saved me. Okay. That's all. Yeah. (laughs) That's all. There's no building. There's no fellowship. There's no... But to repent. Amen. Tell someone, repent. Change your mind. My last point. Believe in God. Please shoot um, John chapter 14 verse 1. John 14 verse 1. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. This is, this is Jesus talking. Believe in God. And also believe in me. Believing in God is part of loving God. 
Believing in God is part of loving God. Every, every single thing we Christians are doing on this earth is, is like a means for us to believe more in God. You are coming to church. You sing worship. You do this. You do that. It's all a means to believe more in God. To believe more in God. That whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Believe in him. And so today, if you hear the voice of God, do not what? Harden your heart. All that I've said, some of you, you've just heard it. You are already forming excuses so that you won't do all these things. You are hardening your heart. You are finding excuses for so many things. Like, open, open yourself. Believe in God. Amen. One thing that sometimes prevents us from believing in God and from loving God is a troubled heart. You are anxious. You don't know what is going on in your family. Your CWA is going down. Your boyfriend has broken up with you. You are depressed. Like you are troubled. And so your faith is dying. You are going through so much. It's hard. Your faith is dying. Lift up your hands. Say a word of prayer to God. Tell him what you are feeling. Tell him your troubles. God, it's hard to do my quiet time. It's hard to pray. So just be somewhere and pray. It's difficult. A certain friend of mine has taken my boyfriend. It's hard to love her. Like if I see her, I feel like choking her with some nail beads. Pray to God to show forth his light upon you. Pray that he will shine forth his light upon you. Lord, I want to love you more. I don't want to be a shallow Christian. 
don't want to be doing things anyhow. Pray to God to shine forth his light upon you. To revive your spirits. 